Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds on Topic. I'm Josephine. And I'm Monica. Today, we will be talking about something very serious. Yes. Sometimes we have fun topics. Sometimes we have serious topics, like we promised. So today, this is a very serious business yes. that affects us all. Mm-hmm. I think so. it does. Yeah, it does. She's really right about everything. Of course I am. <laughs> I'm your mother. What are you talking about? Yes, like her little sign, but we're not going to go into that right now. Today's topic is... Taxes, people. Taxes. What? That is not the topic! Today's topic is threatened species. Right. Because we all hear that this species is endangered, this other one is going extinct, but we don't really understand the terms of how or why we're saying these things completely. So we went down in checking about this topic. And I found the IUCN Red List of Threatened Species. Which should not be confused with the FBI Blacklist. What is that? Nothing. So... (laughs) Established in 1964, the International Union for Conservation of Nature's Restless of Threatened Species was created. This um, group of people are starting to work in making a list to see how many animals were really in danger or not and in which level of danger they were threatened. So they don't only help to identify the species that need to be targeted, they also focus on a conservation agenda, which means that they identify the key sites and habitats that need to be protected. So instead of only focus on helping the bees, we help, we help the whole pollinators in the whole prairie or in the whole Amazon, so we take an umbrella in all the species that live there to protect them all. Now, their goal was 160,000 by 2020 of, like, new species or more information about species. But, as you know, 2020 didn't really go as planned. So, we're not sure if they met that goal or not. But, another thing is that it involves more than 8,000 species experts. means, like, the scientists who are putting the things on there. Their mission is to inform future conservation and funding mm-hmm. funding priorities. All right. So like I say, where are we going to work? Where is the work more needed? Right? Yes, I think that is correct. What? Of course it's correct. I told you so. Uh, here we go again. Her sign. I'm the mother, just assume I am never wrong. You know, every mom that listens now agrees with me. Mm-hmm. So do you know. Sure. Now, but end the messages if you agree with that. Um, continue. So, there are, they have data now from 134,400 species that has been assessed. Among that data, they figure that more than 37,400 of those are threatened with extinction. Um, there are more than 2 million species. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Are we just talking about animals here? or Because I think there are way more animals than just 2 million plus. Well, no, there are 2 million species that we know. But yes, there are more than 134,000. Well, this is the thing. 
If you read the information on the list, they will tell you that they are biased, which means that they favor the animals so far. Why is that? Because we are more aware of animals around us than other ones. However, they are making a huge effort to touch the other kingdoms and the other species as well. Like plants, freshwater species, marine species, reptiles, invertebrates, and fungi? Yes, all of those. Because mm -hmm. it's important to protect all of these species, right? So far, as you can make the math, sort of, right? They have assessed less than 10% of the whole species in the world. What? Which means that they don't have enough data to give you an idea. How is the global taxonomy really moving? How is our biodiversity going? Is it going up? Is it stable? Is it going down? Right? Yes. But here's something important that we're going to tell you before we forget. If you don't find like the um, what it is, like if it's endangered or not, that means that they just don't know yet. They haven't assessed it. Right. If you find you're looking for any specific animals, you go to the list, you look for it, and it doesn't show up. Doesn't mean that it's not threatened, or it means that it's threatened, or it means that it's extinct. It just means that they have not assessed that specific animal at the moment. Sometimes it would say it is unknown, so they don't know how many are left, or if they're endangered or not. Correct. What we know after hours and hours and hours of research about this, right, Josephine, is what? Is that most people think that a red list is like a whole list of endangered species and why they're endangered or yeah, whatever. like Santa's list. You are either extinct or not. Naughty uh, or nice. Super long paper. No? I don't remember anything about that that they said. But is my imagination working, people? Hey, <laughs> now, what the IUCN does it differently. They think of it as a barometer of life. Barometer of life. Barometer. <laughs> Are you trying to have an accent? <laughs> the barometer of life uh, measures how the animal is doing, just like a real barometer. Would do. It will tell you the storm is coming. Apparently, Josephine thinks she's a pirate and she's talking <laughs> like that. Brimeter. Yeah. <laughs> now, let us continue with the task at hand. Okay. Just like a fashion person would say it. <laughs> <laughs> 41% of, of amphibians, 23% of mammals, 13% of birds, 33% of reef-building corals, 63% of cycads, which are like palm plants or palm trees. 34% of conifers. Like evergreen trees. Why Christmas tree is endangered? Well, not the Christmas tree, but some conifers are endangered. Yes, so all these percentages are species that are endangered, that were identified by the list. Now, the barometer, you mean? Yes, the barometer. So... Uh, now, after you listen to all of these, it's assessed, notices. I'm guessing you're trying to tell what are you talking about. So, do you know what is assessed, Josephine? I think assessed means like, yeah. <laughs> so, assess what it means. It's like they are doing a test or let's look more as a checkup. Like you go to the doctor to go a general checkup, right? So, they yeah. check your eyes, your ears, your nose 
your height, your weight, right? So what the um, the red list does is check for the global distribution, the threats, the habitat, and the conservation actions that are being taken with each of the species. And based on this, they get a five criteria A, B, C, D, and E. Wow, so easy if I knew what they standed for, but nobody in this world does. I do. Again, what the mother knows best thing. Hey, she say it this time. A, population reduction, which means that the population are decreasing. B, restricting geographic range. Imagine a polar bear. Polar bears live in the Arctic only. Penguins live in the Antarctica, right? Humans will live all over the world. So our region is bigger than their region. So we have to take that in consideration. C, small population sizes and whether or not they are in decline. D is when it's a very small or restricted population. And E, extinction probability analysis. Based on these five criteria, the IUCN came up with nine levels of status. Before we go into the nine levels, I wanted to say that when you were talking about the polar bear, another way to say is that humans are very adaptable, but polar bears aren't as adaptable because they can only live in one place. But humans can adapt to different habitats. Correct. Very correct. So the first level that we have is data deficient, which is DD, right? Oh, this I'm gonna we're gonna tell you the acronyms, meaning the two letters beside the name, right? <laughs> uh, because you're going to go to the zoo or you're going to see some animals and they have this little red circle that is just have some letters like D, D, E, C, L, C. And you're like, right, yeah. So it's not like a stamp of copyright that they put on the sticker. These are the levels of the IUCN. So data deficits is DD. And what it means is that they haven't assessed the species or they don't have enough information to finish the assessments. Our next one is least concern LC, which is the best thing that you want to be because you are not near being endangered, you are not unknown, you are just known, and you are, shouldn't be worried about these creatures. Correct. Then we have the near threatened species which is the level right before the real threatened ones and the one problems. This one is NT. And it means that although you should not be completely into the criteria of the A, B, C, and D, E, um, you're getting very close. So we need to do something with this species to avoid falling into the threatened one. Next is vulnerable. Vulnerable. By the way, the last one, acronyms. I did say it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it is V-U for vulnerable. Vulnerable. Eh, same thing. So, this is one. One of the creatures has one of the things from A to E. Criterias. Criterias. <laughs> anyway, so it has one of them or more, and it is very close to being endangered. Correct. Which takes us to our next level, that is 
in danger. E-N. Means that from those five criteria that we told you, these species fall in one or more than those, and they have a very high risk of extinction, which is in the last criteria, the E, when they assess that one, for several reasons. It could be threats, it could be climate change, it could be no adaptation, or not correct adaptation, I guess. Oh, yeah, your turn. Critically endangered, C-R. Critically endangered is when the creature is beyond endangered, it is very endangered, and has multiple of the A to E. And it, or it has one, but it is very high. It's like your fault, I mean, sometimes, why do you have to eat just one weed while you're flying <laughs> 5,000 miles to put the eggs on another tree that didn't have on the other one? I mean, what's wrong with some butterflies here, people? Okay, next! <laughs> the next one is the last two levels. This one is extinct in the wild. This one, what it says is that um, from all the assessments that they have e done... W. Oh, yeah. E-W are the letters. And all the assessments that they have done, all the survey that they have gone through and during a long time, either during the season or annual, not, a lot of times has to be checked on this one, they could not find this species in the wild anymore. It could be in cultivity. It could be in cultivation, if it's a plant. It could be in naturalization for population or populations. But it's not in the wild anymore. So it's extinct in the wild. And then the last one is the saddest. Extinct. E-X. This is a very simple way to explain it. This animal is dead. There is no more of it. He is gone and we will never see him again. Yes. Very sad. But it this is, is sad. so sad, Mommy. It is sad, but it's important to learn about these things. Why? Well, because Why when we learn... we have gone with taxes? I told you. <laughs> um, but it's important to learn about all these because then we can do better things. And there are also fun facts. Like sometimes the species don't stay in the levels that they are and they can move to a better places. They have yeah. even the calls... Lazarus species, which they were declared extinct, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden they find them in the wild again of all places. Like, for example, the ajolote in Mexico. They thought it was extinct, and in 2015 they found two or three of those little dragon, little lizard salamanders swimming in Xochimilco. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I also have some fun facts if I think about it. Now, some of the kids in my generation, as me, the first time I heard this, I almost exploded with questions like, what? But did you know that a few years ago, the bald eagle, the U.S. Um, state or U.S. bird thing. National. Mm -hmm. National bird almost went extinct. But by good efforts... We saved them. This is how we saved them. Well, they were really in danger. They were almost going to be extinct in the wild, most likely. But then, by great efforts of human beings, 
mm-hmm. and probably other things. We saved them. By other things, it probably means we lost that is illegal to own a feather of a bald eagle, unless you're Native American. Huh? True story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go back to my talk. Yes. Because <laughs> it sounds more things. Now, so like I was saying, and then with great efforts, now it as it is at it is at least concern. Yay! Yay! It's important that even when you think you're doing little to nothing, the small effort that you do will make a difference. A big one. Right. What can you do? You can maybe just recycle a bottle. Turn off a light in the room when you're not using it. Take a shower really fast. Um, or maybe even just pick up a piece of trash on the way back from school. Oh, yeah, I know. We have a lot of those. And yeah. a lot of washing your hands after that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. Just remember, our blue planet is like a little baby that we need to take care of because it's also our fish tank and we cannot live outside this tank. No, even though they're trying to live on Mars, the best not going to hold more than seven, yeah. 7 million human beings. Plus that 287 babies are born per minute. For those of you who are very interested in this topic, we're going to leave some of the information that you can do because the IUCN, of course, is not the only place where you can find this um, species or how to help. There is also a national red list website and there is also a botanic gardens conservation international for the ones who are more interested in plants we're gonna put all this in the description of the video josephine wants to give you exactly the address but if you really want to go to the iucn that we were talking about um the address is hips (laughs) by hips miss josephine means https (laughs) www.iucn in capital letters dot org that is how you'll get to the iucm don't forget the hips exactly and we're gonna put the address down also so you can find us now we're going to our free ads because you pay for the other ads what are what no we actually just want to thank for the people who listen our previous podcast it was very fun to record and we got some of your comments we will work on those to answer some of the questions and see if we can work in some of the topics that you would like to listen yes the next topic will be a fun one yes so, but everybody thank you for watching today we know it was a you bit mean listening difficult. sorry listening i mean our picture of the birds is super cute but you don't have to watch the picture thank you for listening everybody today in this hard discussion yes but but like we said just by listening to this you did one um thing to help the environment you learn about it Mm -hmm. yes um thank you everybody for watching again and stay tuned for our next episode of fun you mean birds on topic birds on topic (laughs) fun stuff bye people bye